Welcome to Real Everyday People, an Eladio Nino podcast. You either die the hero or see yourself become the villain. See too many dark nights and light the way you're living. They got me living. The plot is vivid and the blast conditions. It's like you hope Thank you for everybody who's uh, tapping in right now, man. This is season four, episode one. I'm excited about it. Uh, haven't had an episode since November, um, but I've been in the making of putting everything together. Uh, I, I gave the place a new facelift, man. Thanks to my wife. She looked out for me for my birthday. And uh, shout out to my man, Richie Blanco. He took care of his business. You know what I'm saying? I hope everybody likes it. Wanted to bring it, you know, bring the hood, you know, to uh, to my spot. And, um, you know, so I know we got a lot to catch up on, man. And uh, first of all, congratulations to my man. Uh, uh, Dwayne Taylor, you know, good looking on the t-shirt, man. You know, pick your poison. Um, he's seven and zero this past uh, was it Friday, Saturday? He had his fight, and uh, he's seven and zero, man. He ain't playing no games, man. You know what I'm saying? Everyone has been a first round knockout, man. So shout out to you, man. And uh, we over here rooting for you, bro. Um, so uh, so you know, shout out to everybody, man, who's going through it right now. You know, with the power outage, I know you know it's a lot of people having a hard time taking baths, getting to work. Like I can't imagine what that was like. You know, fortunately, I didn't lose power, but I, I you know, a lot of my family, friends, people did. So uh, you know, my prayers go to you guys, and hopefully, all your guys' power is already restored. Um, I know a lot of people seen my uh, seen my footage uh, when I went to Cali. I was walking up Hollywood. It's like anywhere and everywhere that I go, I always want to share. Uh, uh, my life with you guys you know what i'm saying because it's a lot of people in the neighborhood who ain't really ever been nowhere you know what i'm saying and i used to be like that too so you know anywhere and everywhere that i go i, I film i take pictures and i share it with everybody you know what i'm saying because you know I, I like it you know to motivate and inspire people you know who haven't really seen the world or seen just different states and stuff like that uh, unfortunately i had to make the trip because my stepmother had passed away you know god rest her soul and my father but you know while i was there you know i got to um go do some sightseeing you know i had lived there for a little while in east la so it was nice to go and see my old school and old neighborhood that i used to be in but um you know so i know everybody's seen the star on the hollywood strip it was dope but i want everybody to know because i ain't i, ain't, I don't be capping and i don't be faking or nothing you know what i'm saying but you know they had a lady who set up props you know what i'm saying they got blank stars on there so she hooked me up with the letters i paid her 20 dollars. i'm always supporting you know everybody that's on the grind on a hustle you know what i'm saying so I thought it was dope. We made a video. She put the El Nino podcast on there. So I don't want anybody thinking like, oh, man, he got a star. Like, thank you. I appreciate it. Maybe one day. You know what I'm saying? But that was just support. You know what I mean? <laughs> But, um, you know, shout out, man, to everybody who, uh, you know, who be getting through it, man. You know what I'm saying? We just had a damn winter storm. Uh, we had a, a rainstorm today. I was like, damn, is this shit ever going to stop? You know, but uh, shout out, shout out, man, to uh, to my friends, uh, Liz and Rob at LNR. Um, photo booth you know uh show them some love la landscaping uh shout out to my man uh uh um, um Le uh brian ruiz at legal aliens podcast but i i could sit here and shout out everybody man just because that's the type of person i am man i love and support everybody that's doing something positive you know what i'm saying but today we're not here talking about me man i got a little squad here everybody gonna share a little bit about themselves we got some diversity man we got some power hitters here good positive productive brothers man and i'm gonna let them introduce themselves to you What's up, brother? It's on you. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's Tez Santez, the creator on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's who I am. You feel me? Yup. Spell it out for him. So S a n t e z t h e, creator c r e a t o r. Oh, right yeah. And it's B Y Cut It. You know, like my fourth time on here, still a little bit nervous, but you know, I go by B Y Cut It. I own a legendary barber lounge. Uh, showing love to my brother Meladio. Uh, Thank you for bringing us on this podcast, bro. Appreciate hey, you. Anytime, brother. Uh, I'm Moody, the A-Rap Barber. I cut out of Ann Arbor. Yo, um, nothing. Uh, my name is Avery. Uh, everyone know me, Avery the Barber, so, yo. That's one of the best barbers in Southwest right there, by the way. Dale, dale. I swear. Facts. One of the best Facts. barbers in Michigan. I just had to throw that. Facts. That's one of the best barbers in Michigan right there. I just had to throw that out there. Actually, all these guys are some of the best barbers. Personally, my favorites. I just want to throw that out there. Not just because they're my brothers, just because, like, from the talent and the type of people that he is, like, just my top. So I just, had to, I, had, I just had to throw that out there, you know, give everybody their flowers when they right here. Not because they right here, but just wanted to just throw that out there just for everybody to know, so. I tell you what, bro, 
the the barber community is huge, bro. Yes, sir. Like you guys grind, you guys hustle, you guys are getting it done, bro. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for people like you guys, I don't know what we would be doing. You know what I'm saying? We would be through. And you know it's crazy. The barber game came such a long way too. Like it's been like a thing going around. Like where haircuts used to be like ten dollars because we started in an era where it was like ten to twelve. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like now everybody can comfortably charge forty and on up. You know what I mean? So. The area that we came from, we seen it grow from, you know. Good money, and we. we just so blessed because, like, I, I've seen, like, a lot of my brothers, you know, that I that I grew up with in a barber game. You know, they open up their own shops now. Um, and it, I'm just so happy and humble, man, just because, like, it's just a great experience. I remember they used to – it was kind of, like, never looked down upon, you know what I mean? But barbers, I feel like we got, like, a staple. We a staple in today's game. Like you said, man, like, the stuff that we do and the transformation – it ain't even about, like, you know, how we make you look. It's about how we make you feel, too. Like, you can have a ain't crappy no day, doubt. you know, at work. And you come to your barber and, he, you know, you talk to him, you know, girl problems or whatever. Not only you leaving looking good, but you feel good as well. You know what I mean? Listen, bro, you know how to lay it on the motherfucker. I ain't going to lie, bro. I'm talking about you come with the... <laughs> I, I'm talking, man. Come on, now, nigga. Said that wrong to the bitch. Hell no. I'm talking about you make a motherfucker feel special as, as hell with your little spray and your little chalk and all that shit. Motherfucker be pampered. I be sitting there with my ass closed. You know what I'm saying? You know, because everybody think you know just women like to feel pampered yeah, and shit. But I'm sure. like shit. When I go, I like my little chalk and yeah, my little right. sprays and. Powders and all that shit, yeah, you know, I swear, me, all that little stuff make you know, a difference, like bro, for sure. I appreciate you. Out, you know, you yeah. feel, feel like a million walking out. Yeah, hell, you it's feel brand like it, new. It's worth it, bro. Like, I, I feel like, I, that's why I always say, too, I'm not only saying this because I'm a barber, but I feel like as an adult, you should want to pamper yourself. You know, you shouldn't. I'm not going to go to a barber because he's cheaper. I'm going to go to him because he's the best at what he do. And if I respect that what you do, I'm going to pay. That is me. Man, yeah, listen, man. a guy go buy a whole new outfit to go with his haircut. You hear me? I go buy some shoes to go with my haircut. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you needed some all white ones and a crispy haircut. You a brand new man. I yeah, swear yeah, that yeah. Haircut is like it's another form of self love too. Yeah, it is, bro. Like it's, it's super deep. It man, is another form of self love. A, a thousand percent. Shout out to my man uh, Dre at Sneak Heat. Shout out my guy Sneak Heat, man. Got me together. Got the Cherry Boys. You know what I'm Trisky. saying? Muchos Galacias, my dog. Appreciate you. <laughs> You know Shout out my guy Sneaky, man. Me. That's my guy, man, yes, for real, hands down. Oh, shit. God dang. <laughs> hey, that shit would have been funny as hell. You might see it on TikTok. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man, I want you guys to share a little bit about yourselves, man, and we're going to start over here with Tez, man. Let them know who you are, where you from, what it is, and what it ain't. Yo, what's up, y'all? Um, originally, I grew up in E-Course, you know what I'm saying? And really, I ain't, I didn't feel like... I was going to be a barber, you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't had none of that intentions. I was like, dang. Honestly, you know, growing up at E-Course, it's the hood. So it's like, fuck it, I'm going to sell dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then I met, like, I met all the dudes from Southwest Styles, and I was like, damn, all these dudes are out here living. Like, it's, it was like a cool atmosphere that, like, you don't get, like, when you go punch a clock, you don't get, like, you always got to constantly watch yourself when you're in the yeah. streets and stuff. So it was like, damn, I'm like, bro, I want to be a barber now because yeah. it's just the lifestyle they live, bro. It was like, yeah. It's like the cool kids. It's like the cool kids of Cutting the hair. adult industry, like adult right. jobs, bro. Yeah, so nice. that's what that's what. Who inspired you or motivated you to get into it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a skill that is taught. You know what I mean? You know what's crazy? There's a uh, shop in Lincoln Park called Big John's Barbershop. Uh, oh yeah, and, okay. And, and what he, what you know, what's crazy though is like I hit him up. I was like, Yo, bro, you think you teach me how to cut? And he was like, You can't teach somebody how to cut. Uh, I was like, All right. So then I went to AB, AB and Pinky. I was like, hey, can you guys teach me how to cut? And they open arms, boom. Like nothing. Yeah, like, come on, bro, we got you. Damn, that's crazy, man. Bro, yeah. So I was you blessed know. to learn from like the some of the heavy hitters. You clearly don't believe right. in the each one teach one theory. Right. Nah, and I do. I'm a firm believer on that, bro. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, some people feel like you become the competition. They don't exactly. want to get that to you exactly. because now you become bro. the competition, bro. Yeah, I think that's bro, what people but, mess up, though. Detroit, like, Michigan is one of the most hating states, bro. Because if you look at our industry, every other state uplifts everybody, bro. Mm -hmm. They're all hyped for when they're winning. But when you come to us, it's like, bro, like, like, oh, Tez Tez is doing this. He shouldn't even be be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? Or Mm -hmm. Moody's doing this. BYAB's doing that. I don't know how he got there. You don't see stuff like this neither. This is, like, rare to me, I I mean, I'll be honest, bro. Like, since I've been in the game, I don't know how it was, like, 10 years ago. But within the last two, three years, 
well, honestly, not even within the last year. Everybody in Michigan as barbers has been coming together way yeah, more. All, like honestly, in within a year, like you guys put a show on yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, the, it was a month. There was a show a month before you guys, and then like even back to back, like these last two weekends, we've had showcasing mm-hmm. events, and everybody's been coming along way more yeah. together. You know, so it, it's been dope to see everybody come along. But you still ha- you still have those. Uh, those those tools. rotten apples yeah, in the, the bats, you know, like fusing tools for sure. They're everywhere, man. You yeah. got people who they're they're just for their own best interest, <clears throat> their own well being. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh that's okay, bro, because it don't stop nothing, exactly. bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like honestly, like it's a lot of us we weren't supposed to make it, bro. We ain't supposed right. to be where we was at. Facts. Where we at today. You know Facts. what I mean? And uh, you know, I and I'm one of them. So, you know, I don't take nothing for granted. Yeah. I don't take myself for granted, bro. I'm constantly investing myself, teaching myself, yeah. but everything that I learn, I teach. You know Constant what I'm growth, saying? Yeah. Like yeah. that's Man. part of the process, bro. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. The same way that people teach negative stuff, you know yeah, what I'm saying? They need pillars like us to teach yeah. positive stuff. Amen, right. amen, amen. Yeah. BY so you, man, let them know what it is and what it ain't. Yeah, so I go by BY Cut It. Um, born and raised in Southwest Detroit, as y'all most you know would know. What part? Um, Michigan Avenue. I grew up in Michigan okay, Avenue in Central, so pretty much like where I started cutting hair, you know. Mm-hmm. My shots, you know, was uh, Master Dorians and Los Champions, you know, right off of Michigan Avenue. Um, like I said, uh, I pretty much got the same story, just a little bit different, you know what I mean? Like I grew up, I had it tough. Um, how I came into cutting hair was a little funny because it was with the tattoos. As you can see, I'm covered. So, <laughs> you know, back in the day when I was growing up, it was pretty much like if you got tattoos, you couldn't get a job. So I used to go yeah, to a barbershop yeah, in my neighborhood where I used to go to. It was, it was actually called Maez. It was on the corner of my block. Yeah. And so I used to go up there. And Shout I used out to, to Maez. Yeah. And I used to go up there and I used to look at him cut hair. And I used to just sit back and look. And it was always something that drew me to cut a hair. But, you know, it was just, it was in me, man. It was in my family. And that's, you know, it, it was just God, to be honest. To be honest, bro. Like, before I even put my faith into God, it was God because... I was a young, lost kid, you know what I'm saying, getting shot at at like 13, mm-hmm. carrying guns young, you know what I'm saying. I've never sold drugs, but I was in the streets, breaking breaking the houses, mm-hmm. you know, doing all that. So we it was just God. Yeah. It, you know, it was just God. So that's why I wanted to start cutting because I wanted to be free, like tattoos. I'm, I'm going to get tatted. I ain't going to get a job nowhere, so I'm going to try to do this, but I never took it serious. And then I ended up going to jail, and then mm-hmm. I was facing the case about to do 5 to 12, and uh, I got out. And I was broke, bro. I was like, I'm 30. I was 24. I had, I had no money to my name, and I was working at a high-low job in Canton. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, man, if this is going to be the perfect time to do something different, it's now. But that was God telling me to do it. And it was crazy because, like, bro, like, I just, I was like, I'm going to do it, bro. I'm going to do it. I, might, I always wanted to do it. So I just started, you know, cutting everybody that I knew. But I was only cutting, like, Corsair. So, you know, Corsair is, like, black. <coughs> you know what I mean? Okay. And I'm like, man, I'm in Southwest Detroit. I cannot just only do this. So yeah, I went to a, you know, I went to my first barbershop. It was Widow's, you know, all Hispanic barbershop. Okay, yep. And that's how I learned to not grind, bro. And eventually, you know, I went from barber to barbershop, worked around some great people. And then eventually till I opened up my own. And so now I'm just in a position where I can take younger dudes that went down the same path and show them that it's something different in life. Like, hey, man, you don't got to do what I did. And, you know, with younger dudes, sometimes it's a little bit tougher to teach them because they think they know everything. But, you know, we just Shit, blessed. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy yeah. the barber, shout out to Jimmy. He cut my hair for yeah. years in prison. Yeah. He was cutting my hair. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, the, the, the environment was terrible. You know, yeah. we had to cut hair in the bathroom. Yeah. One guy taking his shit over here, another guy taking his shower <laughs> over here, and a lot of guys <laughs> waiting, and I'm in the middle of the floor getting a haircut with a trash bag over my head. You yes, know what sir, I'm saying? Yes, sir. But that's what it is. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So you got to stay out of prison because that's what you got to look forward I to. I swear, it's so much easier to do the right thing. But I told him he'll be able to eat off this, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm life. saying? And he came home, and he been, he yeah. been eating. Jimmy, my guy, like, you know, Jimmy used to work with me. That's my brother, so. Like I said, man, we just in the position right now just to, you know, to each one teach one to become better. You know what I mean? Like, it just, uh, I want people to focus on just spreading love and not negativity. It ain't you know hard, I mean? it bro. Ain't hard. It is not hard. It's not, it's not, it's not hard to tell to wish the best for somebody instead of hate somebody. You know what I mean? But you have so, to care, man. I stay yeah. away from people who say, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because if you don't give a fuck about what happened to you, you God definitely don't give a fuck about <laughs> and what I, happened to me. Nice. Say, God bless you and just nice. move around. No nice. doubt about it, man. Shit, I went to prison for 17 years for hanging with a nigga that don't give a fuck. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So I, I, I learn. I pay attention now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't let everybody drive the car, man. Yeah. You know, they're going to crash and kill yeah. everybody. Amen, bro. You know? But um, I, I know, you know, you know. thank God you still here with us, bro, because I know you had an incident. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, 
You know you were shot how many times, bro? Eight times. Eight times, Lord. Yeah. I feel like if I got shot one time, I'd be dead. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But eight times, like, bro, you weren't supposed to be here, bro. You know what I'm saying? But it's in God's will and God's plan and God's purpose yeah. for you to be here, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And again, on the El Nino podcast, you know. But every time, every time I can have you here, I want you here because you you're here for a reason, bro. Here, yeah. No, <laughs> but but, but, but that's the real <laughs> shit, though, bro. You got a lot to cry about. You got a lot to be grateful for, bro, yeah. you know, because everybody don't make it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? And that's like the, like I tell people, too, like, I couldn't, I couldn't even explain to you what happened. It was just me being a good person trying to break up a fight. Wrong place, wrong time. That's real. You know what I mean? That's real. Wrong place, wrong time. But it's like, man, when I tell you that I type of moment. on me, bro. Yeah. Like when I every every like time that, I hear the story, I just. Like that type. Dang, bro. It's like. Your life really flashed before your eyes, bro. Like a thousand percent. And like when you got like people you living for, the first mm. thing you like, you know, like you think about is them. You be like, dang. And you be like, I can't go out like this. But I'm here because I always spread the love. And if anybody know me, they know I always do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I always spread love. Like, and, man, like, if God isn't, if somebody say God isn't real, I don't need to be around that type of person. I wouldn't even be here. Because when mm-hmm. I got shot, bro, I, I literally felt God wrap his arms around me. Because when I got shot, I tried to drive, you know. And I almost, I'm not going to lie, like, from the blood, I almost passed out. But mm-hmm. I made it there, bro. You know, I had people. You know, to help me get there, but I stayed awoke the whole time. And bro, I, I had a, uh, I got shot in the spleen, um, the lung, the liver. You know what I mean? I got everywhere, bro. You know what I mean? And just, just like, you just, you see your life flash before your eyes. It go just like a, and you just telling yourself like, I can't. all the people you love, bro. I just imagine everything, you know no, bro. Listen, when all I say, the things you wish you would have do, apologize, the good. When the I bad. say that is real, bro. You sit there, you be like, dang, this can't be it for me. You you literally think that, bro. A thousand percent, you be like, this can't be it for me, bro. And your life literally just go like this. And literally, you see everything, everything, bro. It's hard to explain, but you literally see everything. I understand, and bro. And it just, it just God, bro. Like, so I'm blessed to be here, bro. And just to be here with my brothers, you know. And, you know. What is what is that incident taught you, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Of course, gratitude. You appreciate yeah. life and grateful sure. for life sure. and everything in it to a whole new level, to a whole new standard and a whole new extent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm going to tell you, it taught me to even be more kinder to people. Like to be more, you know, respectful. It told me to. I never took nothing for granted, so I can't even say that, bro. I wake up every day and thank God for everything that I got. So I can, I can't say that it made me like, oh, I'm, I'm not gonna take nothing for granted. But it just, just made me just appreciate things a tad bit more, you know, actually a whole lot more, and just to, just to always realize that. You gotta, we got an emotion in this that we, that we can't control, and it's like a, a anger and a hurt. Like you know, like if you walked in and you seen like your wife sleeping with a dude, like you just gonna react, you know? You be like, "Hey, I'm hurt," and you just react and you do something different instead of sitting there thinking like this ain't even worth it. <clears throat> and sometimes, bro, like that just what it made me do. Like to come to some person, like you know what, bro, you can have it. I, I'm blessed. I'm not even gonna let you steer me down the path that you're going down. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's just like it just made me just appreciate stuff more and just be like, you know what, I'm blessed and God bless you and really mean that though. You can't just tell somebody like I want the best for you and not mean it. Cause it's just like yeah. it don't it don't go together. You know, but when you really mean that though, and you really like, okay, and it, bro, it's just so much better, bro. And like I said, I'm I'm here, I can't even complain. Bro, I'm walking, you wouldn't even be able to tell. So blessed, bro. Well, well um, you know. Thank God, bro, that you're still here, man. And and it don't take much to thank God every day, man. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody ain't wake up today. Yep. You could do it in the shower. You could do it while you shitting. You could do yeah. it while you working. Just, yeah. man, thank God. I Amen. appreciate it. Thank you for my legs, toes, yes, fingers. Because I know people ain't got no ass. They ain't got no hands, yeah. legs. Yeah. So every time I see somebody like that, I'm we like, thank and God. We, thank God. God. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? And on top of that, we blessed and we have some. No, <laughs> yeah, you better know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, man, thank you for sharing. That, bro. Brother, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's crazy because I know people who've been shot on several different occasions and they think they Tupac. Instead yeah. of being like, damn, you know what? Let me change. Let me do something different. They like, oh, I'm hard to kill. That's the first thing yeah. they get tagged. I'm hard to kill. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm like, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you got to you gotta count your blessings, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, I do, bro. I do. I do. I do. So but it's just a lot of guys that don't. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I know yeah. I literally know people who have been shot three, four different times, four different occasions. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I'm like, bro, what it's is like, it that you ain't getting? House, yeah, 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 man, go lay down. Sit down. Sit down. Reevaluate <laughs> life. Yeah, because you a bullet magnet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Go ahead, brother. It's on you. Uh, I'm Moody. Like I said, the A-Rap Barber. I'm 23 years old, so I'm the youngest out of everybody in this room, bro. So I've been cutting hair for four years and a half. I grew up actually in Southwest, and then my family just branched out to Ann Arbor as, as I got older. I got into cutting hair, man. Uh, I grew up in poverty. Section 8, bridge card, government, everything, you know. And uh, I knew my family couldn't afford me going to college. And I, I really didn't have a passion to go to school or pursuing a career at the time, you know. But I always remember, like, as a kid, I loved going to the barbershop. Like, I used to put on the crispiest outfit just to get to the barbershop, you know, like, whatever it was. Uh, as I was getting closer to my years being done in high school, I uh, I was like, you know what? AB was cutting my hair in Southwest mm-hmm. when since I was, like, mm-hmm. in eighth grade, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then uh, he was cutting me up, and they ended up throwing a showcasing event in Southwest, barber event. It was a showcase and a barber battle. So I went to go support AB, and I was there, and then I was like, yo, this is super dope. Like, why not try pursuing cutting hair? Mm-hmm. That so was then, the one at the DHDC. No, no. no, no this, this was a this was, uh, Is this the one you guys just went to? No, no, oh, this is 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. This was 2016. I graduated high school in 2017. So I was like, you know what? I'm just about to start learning how to cut hair. At that time... I mean, I still live in Ann Arbor, so I stay in Ann Arbor. When I was in high school, I literally would drive every single day after school to watch this man cut hair mm-hmm. to learn. For real? Swear yeah. to God. Ask a master disaster. Look how you humble know, he is. Like, he's drive, he's man, a true. I used to drive, bro, and I used to drive to Southwest. I'm like, you know what? I'm just about to learn this, learn this little by little. And then uh, I was like, I'll go to, I went to barber school. I was like, if I don't like this, it's like taking a year off from college. I'll pursue mm-hmm. something else. Mm-hmm. Then, bro, I got in the game. Been cutting hair for four years and a half. I'm the barber for the University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. I got clients in the Dang, NFL. for real? That is yeah. dope, bro. I Good got for clients you. in the NFL. Appreciate it. Uh, you know, so it, it's been nothing but a blessing, but it's also been tough times as well growing up. And, like, cutting hair is always my my outlet of, like, getting away from the yeah, world. It's my escape. And, bro, like, I give this – I give every barber – these are my brothers. This is my brother. Like, it's nothing but love. And mm-hmm. – He's helped me adapt to the person that I am today. I worked with this guy for, like, a year. Yeah. Great time. I never worked with Tez, but Tez, like, motivates, too. This guy right here, like, he he holds a special place in my heart, bro. Like, he's been with me since my first step of being in this game. And just having, like, a mentor like him and having somebody to look up to mm-hmm. is, like, is like a blessing, bro. Yes, you know, yeah. like, even – And he gave the, y'all the game. He broke yeah. bread of knowledge yeah, and know, skills like, with y'all, you know. Like, he could have he did the same thing that – What's dude name at Johnny or Big John? He could have done the same thing. Like, hey, nah, you know, like this is my bread and butter. I don't got to teach you. But everybody want to learn Yeah. So like, I've been I've been cutting for four years and a half. I've been blessed, bro. Like, with every with every step that I've taken, I keep God with me too. That that's been the biggest thing. You know, like God is the greatest, and you know I wouldn't be here as well chasing my dreams and being in this plat like on this platform and in this room if it wasn't for god either you know no doubt about it bro and uh yeah god is real bro you know we are a testament to his to to his stories you know just like the bible the bible's got stories of everybody that been through something and we got five people up here that done been through the trenches been through the mud and we still here you know and and with the first person we acknowledge is the higher power is god you know amen Amen. the power of love the power of healing and i mean you know i i just you know, I, I can't live without it, man. You know, I didn't dance with the devil for too long, bro. Yeah. I'm done with that. You know what I'm Sorry. saying? So, uh, you know, and, and it, it look how much it's done for our lives, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, man, hands down, it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. Amen, you know, it's, it's worth it to walk with God for sure, man. You know? Bamba, bamba. So, el audio, um, nah. You know, I, I don't speak too much, so. Habla uh, español como tú quieres, bro. Como que te da el gusto. So, I can speak Spanish, for real? Yeah, oh, for real? Yeah, oh, nice. You can do Spanglish. <laughs> you got to translate, though, for us, bro. No, mean, no, he can, he can put the translator okay. in the bottom. So yeah, he, you he, can he, do he Spanglish, can English, so. Spanish, whatever. <laughs> so, nothing. Um, <laughs> so, nothing. Uh, Laudia, I come from Puerto Rico. A uh, un pueblo uh, Juana Díaz de South of Puerto Rico, and actually I get in into barber stuff with my cousin and my brother. Uh, in Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico. Okay. <clears throat> and 
by that time my mom was like doing like scissors and he went to she went to school for like a styling stuff so it's funny how i start as a barber because um she have a like a test so she can um cut hair like my brother's hair and she told me grab the clippers and cut their hair so i was like mom i, I don't i don't mess with this so so i start the blade and uh, I killed my brother's <laughs> <old man. laughs> Chopped him up, uh, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, so a couple times. And it was like one time my dad told me, yeah, cut my hair. I was like nervous. Like, no, I cannot cut your hair, bro. Yeah. I cannot cut your hair. Because he, his hair is like yours, Claudio. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, man, I can't. So I did it, and I killed him too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so nothing. Uh, and then, <laughs> So uh I came over here to visit my mom, and I end up I end up uh, staying. One of my first um, places to, that I worked it was uh, Wedos, oh, also okay. too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys yeah. went to Wedos. Shout yeah. out Wedos, yeah. I swear. Uh, Shout actually, out for I, sure. Actually, I, I was like I there. I worked for there like a week, and then I left. <laughs> 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 and then I went to my basement. I stayed with my basement like three years. I was like tired kind of tired like doing the same thing it was like so i i take barbering as a hobby so i, I did a couple of stuff i drive uh drive i was like driving truck armored cars okay so for SWAT team i never knew not one person who ever drove one <laughs> yeah so until now actually, they actually do, do those in and and beach daily and taylor okay. uh, around there so i was the driver for them so one of my my first like drive was like from North Carolina to Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, they fly me over there. So I had to drive 34 hours or something oh, like that. Damn. I was like, uh, I was like so. thinking, and you know, I was driving, I was thinking, this is not me. I cannot do this no more. So I was like, they actually fired me. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, because I stay, I stay, uh, for real, I stay in a hotel. Like, it was like a water park stuff. So I was like, it was you my was uh, last trip. Real quick. So I was like, my last trip, I was like, get it. They paid for it. So get it. So they fired me. I, that was, uh, that, that's when I, I went, um, that's when uh, I take the, 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 what's it called? the barbering career seriously. And then that's when I went to um, Sawa Style and I met uh, Santez. I met uh, actually BY in there also too. I met this guy. Um, so to these days, I'm in Los Champions. Shout out to the Champions, Ronnie. Yes, sir. Shout out Los Champions. Um, so and now I'm doing micro pigmentation. That's my new journey. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little nervous. Because what does that I, consist of? Um, bar, I mean, SMP is uh, more like people are bolding. Yeah. They're losing their hair. They don't know the line of stuff. So I actually uh, do a tattoo for them. It's more like uh, natural looking, but it's not like a tattoo. A tattoo? <laughs> no, you know what it looks like. Actually, it's a bunch of little dots. Dots. You know what it looks like, Eladio? You know when you get your hair cut, how low it be like a one? Yeah. It look just like that, bro. Like that. It's yeah. Everything it don't go all, all the way through your third skin, but it, it stay in the second skin. Yeah. So every three years you can retouch it if you want to, but it lasts you like seven to ten years. Yeah, so that's my new. Hey, AB, a lot of people don't that's do that. That's dope. No, hey, but yeah. they lined up because you got a lot of bald people, man. <laughs> hey, I'm you telling don't want to uh, like showcase it sometimes, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I got a head. You, bro. you can tattoo I, a line up on the guy. I would love to. I'm willing to sacrifice that. They're actually in the in the show that's coming up yeah. in September. Why not? Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Hey, when you moving to do that? When I'm mo- when I'm moving, yeah, to do that. Actually, I'm moving uh, in the end of March to Allen Park. It's an academy, uh, Royal Stroke. Uh, I'm actually uh, doing. I'm starting the first week of uh, April, but uh, God willing, you know, I'll be good. Amen. Thank God. Amen. That's dope, man. Good for you, bro. Thank you, man. You know what I'm I saying? swear we need him at Allen Park too, bro. I swear. <laughs> I swear. We already in Melvindale, we yeah. Lincoln Park, we yeah. everywhere, everywhere, yeah. everywhere. Ann Arbor. We everywhere. We, yeah. we, we stretch, bro, I swear. 
So how do you guys balance? Because every time I see you guys or talk to you guys, you guys are working. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, I know the feeling because I'm always working. Even when I'm not at work, I'm always on the grind, you know, whether it's for the podcast, whether it's for my job, or, you know, I always got something going on. I love being really, you know, productive. Yeah. But the thing is learning how to balance family, work, um, you know, just your personal life, you know what I'm saying? Peace of mind, you know, uh, you know, um, you know, taking care of yourself mentally and, yeah. and, you know, all that good stuff. Like how easy or hard is it for you guys to, to be able to, um, you know, take care of yourselves, you know, make time for family work because your guys' job is very demanding, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, you guys never run out of people who need haircuts, yeah, you know right, what I yeah. mean? And you guys are always on the grind. So it's like, when do you when do you take a break? Honestly, barbering is my peace of mind. Mm-hmm. It helps me get away from all my thoughts, all the past stuff that I've been through. It's like, it was my, 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 my getaway from the streets that I was in. So that's why I'm always going to look at it like, damn, like, yeah. this is my, this is my shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, but when it comes to like family, like, you know what I'm saying? Me and my girl, like. She don't kind of un- she don't understand like the barber industry. In order to grow, you got to put that time in, you know. Yeah, facts. But Amen. but she don't she don't understand because she's not in that industry. So you it, it comes to a time where you do got to find out like all right she don't understand so I do got to take a step back and look at her her shoes to where it's like all right I see I'm putting too much time into this mm-hmm. let me go spoil her for the whole day mm-hmm. let me go spoil her let me go show her that she's still number one. Mm-hmm. Ain't no doubt about it. Yeah, so and uh and and they need that. You know do. what I'm saying? They, really they need do. that because right. we be so consumed by work they feel secondary, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> and they deserve that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um you know it's 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 just not easy, bro, right. you know. So right. it takes, you know, a hell of a a person of, you know, patience, love, understanding, you know what I'm saying, to understand what it takes and what it requires to, yeah. you know, be a professional and do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause like you gotta have somebody, uh, like especially in the industry that we're in, yeah. you gotta have your spouse has to be supportive, yeah. and oh, like yeah. like if if you can't have a supportive spouse, then if you don't have a supportive spouse in whatever you do, then they're not the one for you. I right? swear, because like That's in this industry, to be great. You got to sacrifice outside of your yep. schedule of that you already Amen, have, bro. you know, yeah. like, timing, like, bro, always on the road, God. like all the time, you know, like, I don't, I don't have, I don't have a family yeah. as of right now, you know, or like a spouse or anything, but, uh, like even making time for you, like yourself or so like your I, parents, you yeah, know what so I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm super siblings, big, you know, I'm super big on, uh, mental health, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like, like I could be. Super great at everything else, but if my mental health isn't there, then everything is screwed. So like, I try to find a balance where I try to take at least two days. I really don't need two whole days. I'll I'll be honest with you guys. Like, if I can just catch half a day to myself and just block out everybody, that's that's more than enough yeah. for me. So like, really, my balance. I in a sense, I really don't have a balance because I look at it like when I'm ch- when you're chasing dreams, it's hard to balance out everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah, because that comes your becomes your number one priority. Yeah, it do. It so do. everything you do got to go and coincide with your yeah. goals, and whatever is not uh, uh, coinciding with that, it's like you know. See, like like I'm cool not having balance in certain areas right yeah, now right. because like I'm I'm building towards you're something where yeah, where that balance will. My brother, dream chasing. Yeah, longevity wise, I'll yep. have that balance. Yep. You know, yeah. but like right now, it's like more of making when you're making sacrifices. You 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 tipping the scale off, yeah. Because you're taking a risk when you yeah. sacrifice. Most of the time, when you sacrifice, you're taking a risk. So, I mean, I'm cool with not having a balance in certain areas, but I know longevity yeah. wise, the balance is there. It's gonna, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. gonna get it's gonna there. Come. It's gonna come. Because yeah. like with cutting hair too, no you fall into it quick, especially like when you get in demand. You know what I mean? Like you sit there, and you but I want this money, and like I was like how, how moody is you know before I when I first started cutting, I did have a family, so. You know, we'd be in the shop all day, 12, 13 hours getting it. Yeah. And then, you know, like, when you obviously you get a family, you know. I remember a barber, he told me before <laughs> I started cutting hair, he said, um, this is a career that'll lose families. And I never know what that meant until I started cutting because, like, you would get in there, you know. I'm, I, if I'm working with you, I see you more than I see my family. I'm with you all day. Facts. You know what I mean? And it's like it's so easy for somebody to come in there and be like, oh, bro, I got $100 if you stay late and cut me. And then, you know, you look up, you're like, I've been here since 9, 10 o'clock. You know, I got – Three daughters, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, 
um, I definitely want to get back to the museum. So, like, I just try to, you know, I still make my money, but it's like my schedule is way more serious than what it used to be. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say, like, you can get me to stay for the right price. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's it's a it's a time and a place for everything. You know what I mean? Like, it, it could be Absolutely. some times where I'm like, oh, you know what? I can stay. But, you know, <clears throat> when you got a family, it's very important to make that's that 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 need to change, so, you know, to to do your job and also have a spouse that's gonna support it. But like he like Ted said, and anybody else to say, it's also it come a time too where you got to give her, you know, like time that she need. You know what I mean? Because I don't think no one wants to be with somebody that put work over anything. You know what I mean? Like the job that we in, we already in demand. So it's just like once I feel like you know your your clients they respect the time you and your time and your spouse, then everything just flow perfect, bro. You know what I mean? Do you guys come become like? Okay, well, come on with it. <laughs> well, uh, <coughs> mine, uh, I start, I, I told my wife, hey, uh, I'm starting more early to get out more early. So, because I used to test no, Hamuri, this guy. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> I remember we stayed till like one o'clock to cut each other's we hair. We used bro. to, uh, yeah. And when I have the baby girl, uh, that changed the whole thing. Yeah. So I was like, man. Now Saturday used to. I mean, my Saturday used to be like twelve, wow. one o'clock in the, in the morning. Five. So I was like, nah, not no more. Mm-hmm. So I get in early mm-hmm. and I get out like around three, two. Saturdays I, I start at six in the morning. Six in the morning. So to get family, six get family in the time, morning. Yeah. Who's gonna open till ten, eleven? Who's coming to get cut at six in the morning? <laughs> Equally, <laughs> this guy smokes. here. Okay, you know? then. hey, <laughs> hey, more power to you, shit. Yeah, but yeah, with this new journey too, um, the S and P is also like I can grab a one client and I can go home, mm-hmm. so yeah. I get more time with my family. Also too. That's good, man, and I'm sure they uh they they respect you for it and appreciate it. You know what yes, I mean? They do. Yeah. Because you know it's just a lot of people who put money before everything. You know how they talk yeah. that money over everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, and um, and you learn a lot about that stuff. Like when I went to prison, you know what I'm saying? Like prior to me going to prison, I was just in the streets full time. You know what I mean? And, and like all drug dealers, oh, we're trying to feed our family and all this. That's bullshit. We just be in the streets, be at strip clubs, the bars, spending money like stupid. Talking about this, how I feed my family. That's Mickey Mouse ass excuse that you keep telling yourselves. You need to be at home and taking care of your family and your kids and showing them love. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I do. All the money I work for and hustle for, bro, I put it, I invested in my studio, my house, my family. You know what I'm saying? As you should, though, bro. You know, and because I think about my legacy, bro, I just don't want to live with regret and I don't want to die with no regret, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and, uh, you know, you know, Never know what you got till you ain't got it no more, nice. man. You know, right, and, right. and right. no, go ahead, go ahead. Go so, like, as as we're on this money topic too, like, uh, <coughs> as us barbers, we sometimes become a slave to the money. You yeah, know, like, yo, yeah, I got a hundred right. for you to come in on your day off. You know, right, like, bro. like I'm getting to the point where, like, right. uh, like if you can buy me for a hundred, then my time is not valuable. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if if I if you tell me yo I got a hundred bucks for you on my on my day off, that's personally for me. And I come in for you, like I'm selling myself short. So like, as as I get older and as like I'm getting more into the game and educating myself and stuff, I never want to be a slave to the money. Mm-hmm. You know, like even when I started cutting hair, I knew the money will come, but you know, money is not the biggest thing for me. You know, my biggest thing is to inspire other people coming from mm-hmm. where I came from, mm-hmm. uh, even the up and coming generation and everything. So. The biggest thing is not trying to be a slave for the money, because once you become a slave to the money, you really lose yourself. Mm-hmm. In a lot you of lose yourself, you, you man. Lose, you lose real. yourself, and then you start losing everybody around you. You know, like mm-hmm. like how you were speaking, you'd be cutting all day, and you know you got plans after, and mm-hmm. somebody tells you, "Yo, I got a hundred. Now, now you look at it like he got a hundred, but what am I sacrificing for right. that hundred? Yeah. It's my family and, time. And what are they gonna feel when I do it? And uh-huh. you know, and now you said now you're becoming a slave to the money. Like it's making you miss out from your family, from your loved ones. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, money is something, but it's not everything yeah, in my yeah, world. Amen. You know, amen, bro. Amen. no, that's really dope, man. It just, um, 
<clears throat> there's so many people who prioritize money. I mean, money is important because yeah, yeah. you can't do nothing without yeah. money. Yeah, you know what true. I'm saying? Like, you know, money moves mountains. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But Amen. so do prayers. You yeah. know, and, and and action. You know what I'm gonna, saying? That's, that's gonna be the next caption. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Repeat that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> money moves mountains. So do prayers. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. Jeez. And uh, you know, shout out, man, to the two people who showed me sponsorship, man. Much love to y'all. Salute, man. And uh, you know, I appreciate you guys and uh, everybody, you know, who donates, contributes to, you know, the well-being of of you know what we got going on right here. Yeah. Uh, my new jingle is uh, "Healing the Hood One Story at a Time," yeah. and uh, you know, I love it. You know, what I'm yeah. saying like, there's a lot of people don't like to really talk about their past, you know, but I feel like you know that's how you educate and empower people is through your experiences. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you do a service to your people and to your and to your community by not sharing your story because it could be somebody who's going through the same thing that you're going through right now struggling looking for answers looking for direction and then they watch this show and hear your story and they be like you know what man i'm glad i heard that because yeah. now i got the answers i need now i got some direction you know i got some advice you know what i mean so it's crazy because you know. like like this kind of personal but like the last i'll tell you like from october to about beginning of january i went through like a dark period of time yeah. you know like super dark not nothing like suicidal or anything but it became more of like what's my purpose on this earth you know like if i stopped cutting hair today what would i really be known for and i'm Man. like nothing you know but uh it's crazy like how we were speaking about god and how he puts you in specific rooms like for the last two weeks three weeks everybody that i've been coming across is mental health like you just spoke about it like you know, like, it's crazy because my new content that I'm putting out there and I'm sharing it with everybody is more of uh, more of having people relate. Like, if you can relate to my story, I feel a little bit safe. Like, yeah. I feel like one reason why we really love athletes is because we know their story and we know that they didn't give up and we know where they're at. Right. You know, like, like a lot of people look up to LeBron, for example, as uh, inspiration because his mom was was a drug addict. He yeah. came from the slums, sleeping at a coach's house, and we see his whole legacy. <laughs> That's why we love them most of the right. time, you know? So, like, like it's crazy because with this new content, everybody that I've been coming across, I swear to God, everybody that I've been coming across for the last, like, two, three weeks has been, like, ha has been about that type of content. Right. So, it's, like, it's yeah. crazy that God keeps putting yeah. me in these door, like, in these rooms, and it's, like, I got it. Like, I got on it, you know, but it's, like, tell me, yo, push it out. Yeah, like, right, put that right. content out, you I know? Swear, bro. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I mean, you know, sometimes you got to go through some things, yeah. you know, yeah. sometimes you have to suffer yeah. and sometimes you have to make sacrifices, you know what I'm saying? But that's where the purpose comes yeah. from, right. you know, it's through the experience, you yeah. know, and I've been thriving, bro, not because I have a bachelor's degree or master's degree or nothing, you know what I'm saying? Just because I have firsthand experience, you know what I mean? Like, but and life said, will teach you, bro. Yeah, like you remember when you came to the shop and you was, remember you threw your, um, your award ceremony and everything and how you was yeah, nervous. Yeah. And like how everything gonna turn out we was talking i'm like man a lot of you bro it's gonna be good a thousand percent because like god he's not gonna put you even if he do because this is what a lot of people do like when a lot of people fail they the first thing they say is like why me why 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 but when everything goes good the first thing they want to think somebody hit the lottery thank you god thank you god because you got you know you, you got money so now you happy but like you should thank god even when stuff ain't going as good you know what i mean you should be like i'm thankful because it could be worse i tell people that all the time bro it could be so much worse with anything you do in life, you got to be thankful for the good and the bad because, like, it's a lesson learned. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lesson learned. So, like, I see a lot of people like, okay, oh, I don't got a job, but you still got two hands and two feet to, to go and so get go another and try one. To get one. You yeah. know what I mean? You blessed. It's people out here, like you said, with no limbs and still making it happen. You lost one, but it's another opportunity to get another one. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm thankful for the good and the bad. I don't even look. I swear to you, bro. Last day because we work together. You wouldn't even know what we going through in the shop, bro. Just because, like, you, you got to be always positive and always thankful, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, that's just, like, one thing. Like, I love that. You remember you was like, you was like, man, I'm not like, a lot of this about to be dope. But you weren't stressing or nothing. You were just like, oh, and look how dope. It, yo, uh, awards I know. Came out. It was crazy because. He gave me most progressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because ever since I met you, bro, yeah. you have just been growing, progressing, doing yeah. one thing. I mean, to the point where you finally got your logo done. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I've been on your head. And you finally got it done. And you got it done the way you wanted it. Amen, you know bro. what I'm saying? Amen. 
So, you know, that's dope, bro. That's dope. And every time I go in there, it's rearranged. It's something new, something exciting. You know what I'm saying? You're always supporting and showing love, bro. Um, but I imagine, you know, a lot of your guys' clients come in and just drop the whole load on you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah, what's up? How yeah. you guys doing? Sometimes that's the door opener. How you feeling today, bro? You know what I'm saying? But, oh, baby mama this and, and, and work this and that. And, you know what I'm saying? You're like, ah, yeah, dang. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You got you guys got to become good become good listeners. But before we change the subject, like about missed opportunities, like sometimes we have something planned, but God's plan is better than yeah. our plan. So like yeah. we might we might think an opportunity is great for us, Man. but God sees the bigger picture and is like, yo, no, nah, this ain't it for you. Right. So He might close one door and open up ten. Yes, sir. Right. You know, amen. So, so a quick story, um, I, you know, because you have to learn how to articulate yourself and communicate with God. So I was sitting with this Christian dude. Uh, I was a level four at Lapeer, and um, <clears throat> and I was I was I was going through it at the time. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, and I was telling the guy like, man, I don't know what's going on. I keep praying and praying and praying, and my life it just seemed like every day shit just keeps getting worse. I keep getting bad news, like you know, like. And he was like, would if you don't mind, what do you what do you ask God for? You know, what are you praying for? I said, well, shit, strength. You know what I'm saying? I'm praying for strength to get through all the shit I'm going through. So he said, well. He said, God's hearing your prayers. He's answering you. He said, when you go in the weight pit and you want to get strong, what do you do? I said, you add more weight. He says, you know, you got to learn how to communicate with God and yeah, tell him what you really want. Because if you keep asking for strength, he's going to keep putting shit on you. You know what I'm saying? And I said, golly. I said, no wonder my life been so hard. So now I'm like, God, I need a break. Help me. You know what I'm saying? I don't need no strength right now. You know what I'm saying? I just need some love and support. Man, I need a break. You know? You know, it's crazy like a be like a super godly person, amazing soul, bro. Like amazing soul. They, they know me, like the God bless you, guy. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> hey, it's true. Every every that that's one one thing that I what I'm cutting, and I see someone passing through, through the door or coming through the door. I say, "How you doing? God bless you." I don't know. It's just something in me that I have to do it. If I don't do it, I feel bad. You know. But I had to like, hey, God bless you. They, this guy, you know me, hey, God bless you. <laughs> hey, God bless you. But super genuine with it, bro. Like nothing fake. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like one of the best people you can be around, bro. Like just a pure soul, man. Like just top to bottom, bro. A, a thousand percent, man. A Thank thousand. you. Because when you tell a person God bless, that means I'm wishing you well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm wishing you, I'm wishing wishing you, you love, comfort, yeah. safety under God's will. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it don't get no realer yeah. than that. If I tell you God bless you, that's real. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Most people, hey, hey, one one day I was cutting one guy, hey, and <laughs> the guy in the chair said, oh, he didn't say nothing. But, but, what what you think about that? Like, nothing. Just yeah. God bless him. That's yeah. it. Yeah. What you want me to do? Yeah. It's, just, it's how he think. Yeah. You're not uh, saying it for a reaction. You're saying it because you really mean it. Yeah. yeah. And, and one thing, uh, when I was uh, working with um, Southwest Styles, one barber, uh, my partner, was, like, going through some stuff. And we went, like, we closed the door. Like, uh, it was, like, 12 and, uh, at night. So he was, like, all sad and stuff. So I told him, hey, bro, uh, God bless you. Have a good night. So tell me a lot of that. Next that next day, he told me, "Hey, bro, that God bless you changed my whole yeah, mind, yeah. and change. I don't know. It put something in me yeah. that everything went away. Yeah. I was like, wow, words are powerful, <laughs> yeah. bro. Yeah. So where I work yeah. at the DHDC, I hold healing circles with the youth. You know what I mean? And um and one of the uh, part of the curriculum is to teach you about." Palabra, word, yeah, palabra. and the power of word, yeah. and how words can create war or they can create peace. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You can build people or you can destroy people. And they had even did a study at a college with two plants. Even, even and they spoke negative to one plant and it withered. And they talked positive to another plant and it thrived. You know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing with people because we're plants as well. We yeah. we start out yeah. as seeds. Yeah. And I could sit here and talk positive to you and build you up and all that, or I could sit here and talk negative to you. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. then that that is effective as well yeah. you know what i yeah. mean even even uh when I, I always told my wife uh oh uh, she always saying oh i feel sick don't say that yeah. you know because you're gonna be sick yeah. so it said said to yourself like i'm not sick right so so it, she she practicing that and she be like it's true yeah. so it's like that's what you're saying too like 
palabra is they have the like poder. Have you guys ever had a terrible client? Or a oh, picky yeah. client. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. bro, like what the yeah. you know what I mean? Bro, you get clients that <laughs> come in and talk like And how do you deal with them? They'll, they'll be like, yo, bro, we better hope they see this. <laughs> they'll be they'll be like, yo, like Moody for real this week. Like they'll be so picky to the point where they'll be watching the mirror. They'll be watching the mirror while you're doing like the first step and be like, Hey bro, are you gonna fade that out? <laughs> Like, dog, calm down, bro. Like, I didn't. Even, I just started, right? <laughs> or if you're done with the haircut, you be like, all right, I'm done. And they be like, hey, can you, can you do this right here? Like, this this spot right here ain't it. So the barber's trick is Facts. we flip that. We flip the clipper over to where nothing's about to get cut off. We'll put it on your head just like that. Boom. And then we'll turn it back to them. We'll be like, yeah, that, that's exactly what I needed. We didn't I had touch that nothing. problem the other day. <laughs> that's why I'm you see? The, the lineup was buttered. <laughs> you know, you get those picky clients. Hey, just tap the corner. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I just put the liners near the corner. I didn't tap it. I said, that's good. He said, that's perfect. See? Like, In my head, yeah. I'm like, yo, I didn't even do nothing. And you tell me. <laughs> I swear. My worst experience, yo, the, it was the first day in a barbershop. Oh, I, bro, I, I will forever remember this dude. You know, he, I think he was a, a Nigerian dude. <laughs> nothing against Nigerians. It was nothing but love. Damn, First man. haircut ever in the barbershop. Super nervous and all that. Uh, ball fade. You know, <laughs> ball fade is easy. It's a, it's a one into a, like, it's a one up top, two, Zero, whatever. Yeah. And I was cutting his hair, and I was fading him, and he was pushing his head into the clippers. <laughs> oh. So I was like, you know, he was, he was, creating, he was creating lines for me. Oh my and I'm God. like, yo, like, yo, can you stop moving? <laughs> That's exactly how it was. So then he's like, he's like, bro, you messing me up. I'm like, yo, you're pushing your head into these clippers. Like, I'm not doing nothing, bro. And then I and then after that, like that brought my confidence down. I, yeah. I literally wanted to pack my shit up. Excuse my language. I wanted to pack my clippers up, and uh, I just wanted to leave. I'm like, yo, this cutting hair is right now for me. I'm good. Just cutting in the basement, yeah. cutting my boys. You know? <laughs> but then I, I had one of the older guys come through and gave me a little. Like you said, words are powerful. He's like, yo. My first haircut in the shop was worse than this. You know, he's like, just keep at it. Don't give up. Man. And it was like, that was, honestly, that's one of my worst experiences bro, so man. far. Thank God. You know, no, thank God. I, I don't want. I remember, bro, I had somebody that had like an afro. AB, <laughs> hey, you remember this? He had an afro and he was like, hey, cut my drunk down to an eight. <laughs> we all know what an eight's going to do. An eight is going to leave an inch of hair left. So I'm like, all right, bet, F it. He said, an eight and a taper. I take it down to an eight. He turns to the mirror. He's like, bro, you fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm like, dog, like, I, I did what you asked, bro. He's like, no, bro, you cut it way too short. I said, bro, I, you asked for an eight. I gave it to you. He's like, no, bro, like, nah, it's fucked up. Like, he was mad. I was, and this is when I, I just came from doing what I used to do. So I, I had that mentality, like, all right, bro, well. Fuck it, it is what it is then. So I walk off from cutting his hair. Walked off, sat in the back room. One of the other dudes that worked at Southwest Styles, Pinky, he had to come over there and, and start cutting his hair. But the whole time he's cutting his hair, Pinky's cussing him out. He's like, you dumb, you dumb, hey, dumb, da, da, da. He said, I heard you ask for this. He didn't fuck you up. You told him you wanted this. He was so mad. <laughs> With a golf stick right by his little station. No, that was like one of my one of my like dog. At that point, I was like, man, fuck cutting hair, bro. My bad, but like, I'm like, bro, uh, this could keep it. So, what I want you guys to share right now is, tell me what is your favorite haircut to do, and what is your most challenging haircuts to do? Uh, dang, the flat top. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could do flat top. Me, uh, well, I I always thought everyone uh, get a. Blow fade is like half on the sides, taper in the sides, taper in the back. It's always um, like big when it goes to, because when they told me oh, I'm going to an interview, that's that's a perfect haircut for that. So they, that's one of my favorites one. My okay. worst one, mm, I don't know. I really don't have like yeah, because it ain't the, yeah, it's, it's the client. It's the client. like the most challenging cut? I don't feel like it's the client. I feel like it's it's just the time we put into it <laughs> yeah. to get to where we are now. Yeah. So we didn't put so much time into. We feel like we can do any haircut that you point out to us. We were like, nah, I can do that, bro. Like, right. not even being like cocky. Like, we just put in that work to get to where we that like to where we got that confidence now. I mean, I'm bringing my, a flat top my, my way though. My, <laughs> hey. my toughest is uh, is like that super tight compressed low fade on like where you got to keep yeah, like yeah, all yeah, that yeah. bulk up here and um, blend it all in. And uh, the client doesn't like the client wants to keep all that weight, and you got to blend it in. Like it's it's a fun haircut to do because you hardly get them, but like 
you can easily take that compressed fade to a mid a fade, mid fade and, quick. You know, so like that's one of my most. I love doing it, but you can't. I tell whoever gets that haircut, I tell them like, yo, you got to be my last client because I'm gonna need Fact. a little bit of more work. You know, if you can work with me, I'll work with you. But because it, it's one of those, it's one of those where time, as time comes. You know, not everybody gets a low compressed fade. Right, you yeah. know, like nowadays, everybody's getting wavelength taper, yep. mid fade, or yep. uh, a lot of people have the dreads with the taper. Yeah. You know, so it's like when you get those challenging haircuts. I promise you guys, like on a, on a Friday, I'll probably do like seven tapers. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, and I'll be like, damn, we're like, I'm kind of getting tired of doing these tapers. Mm-hmm. So like, when somebody comes in with a low fade, I'll be like, yo, perfect opportunity to just you know lock this client in and then just you know get better at this because it's something different that's yeah. throughout my day. But low compressed fade is probably like one of my one of the haircuts that I'd be like, damn, I really don't want to do this. I'm gonna go one. <laughs> I call it Southwest special. <laughs> so my like Hispanic homies come like with a number thirty two on top. <laughs> hey man, let me get a taper. Like dog. he's talking about that you got Edgar style. What's that Edgar? That yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people with that. Got nine inches of hair on top. What I'm gonna do with it? They're like, be what? Hey, hey, hey. I ain't be killing them boys nah, though. Wick gets a lot of them, but, bro. Wick be killing them. Uh, shout out Wick because she they, be killing them more. Like, they never, get it. they never, they never ask you for uh, Southside Fade. <laughs> oh no! Oh, you had to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Southside and Los, right, Carlos? Yeah, everyone like like looking like what you have in there. You know the Southside Fade? Oh, I don't. No, that's that Boosie boy. Yeah, like all this ball. All this is ball. Yeah. So it's like you really have. Like, you gotta. What's the the jewels you really be wearing? Right That's the Texas shit. Yeah, the Texas. Mexican, right, right. Texas. Right. I see the Mexicans. They had like yeah. just this part. Yeah. I was like, what kind of shit is that? Yeah, that yeah. Or they'll be bald and just had the back long as hell. I said, hell no. That one is uh, Boy, looking like Joe Dirt out there. You have to put work <laughs> in that one. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, like you know, me being gone all that all them years and then coming back. You know, there was a lot of a lot has changed. You know, the swag has changed. You know, vocabulary like the word capping. I'm like, who the fuck? Like we used to say capping, like we're blazing you, beastie. You know what I'm saying? Like making fun yeah, of you. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. what capping was. Yeah. And then I come home and like capping means lying. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, you lying, you lying. I'm like, damn. Uh, like three and a half years now. Yeah, yeah. Cap. But seeing, thank you, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. I've been taking full advantage every day that I'm free and alive, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, like I came and started seeing all these crazy haircuts, and you see all these young people walking around in slippers and pajamas in the malls and just different colored things. Like it's like it's like society just removed all the barriers, bro, and you could just do and be who you want, recreate yourself. Right. What about them Astro boots, them red boots oh, and shit I've boys. been seeing everywhere? Those boys look hard. I, I swear to God, almost got hard. Them. Somebody almost told me them. that Dre from Sneaky got some over there too, I man. Swear, I swear, I swear, I almost got them boys, bro. Oh my goodness, I have yet to see somebody in them, but I mean, you could literally turn yourself into a cartoon if you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> You could be a real life cartoon, bro. You know what I'm saying? I I mean, I guess I I think it's great because it's creative. You know what I'm saying? Like people have taken themselves out of a box and just, you know, and just express themselves, bro. You know what I'm saying? They put new flesh on themselves. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's dope, man. It's it's progressive. It's creative. I mean, you know, some of the shit's wild. Some of the shit I don't understand. Some of the shit is coming back, too. But every... Like, yeah, hell like, like yeah. I heard back in the 80s or 90s, they used to wear leather pants. If you wore leather yeah, pants I, in, like, hey, mid My daddy's still talking about that right now. Mid-2010, whatever, <laughs> be out there be sweating like clown, a I, ain't gonna, I know y'all used to sweat back in the day in the 80s when they had them. Y'all be wearing no drawers. Yeah, man. Yeah, red leather pants. I'm just 62 degrees. 92 degrees outside Mm-mm. But it's crazy Because like A lot of people They dress like rockers Like back in yeah, the days and yeah. Them hair band Rock bands and shit You know what I'm saying I'm like yeah. damn But yeah Society's changed bro yeah. You know what I'm saying Everybody, They broke down All the barriers man You nice. know what I mean If you come out here And you got a closed mind man it's, you, you know You're gonna stay sheltered yes, You know sir. what I'm saying Because yes, people sir. are out yes, here sir. Progressive and creative yep. In more ways than one Even like the shoe game I'm yeah. like what This shit is nasty They went to a whole Another level with the shoe game now It's pretty much like 
Foot Locker is almost like non-existent. Like, if you got a retailer, man, that's, like, pretty much your guy. Like, that's why Dre do so good because it's, like, yep. you remember you can stand outside and go, like, you yeah. can go to Foot Locker, you get up there early, yeah. you can go. Like, now, nah, man, they killing the game. It's just so many different ways that people are just making money now, man. It's just like you said, like, we so innovative, this generation. We're, we're in a like, time to be, like, it's easy to be a millionaire in this Man, what? I mean, it's not super easy, but, like, the the – the platforms and yeah. the connects that you can make, like you know, TikTok pays bread, yeah. Instagram pays bread. Like back in the day, I'm pretty Instagram, sure, like bro. yeah, when you were growing up, I mean, internet probably wasn't even a thing. No, not you at know, all. like internet really just became a thing within the last which is like ten years. years. No, no I, I mean, when I was in high school, like 16, 17, like Instagram was just was starting off, and then was, Snapchat yeah. was like probably the biggest thing. Facts. Yeah. And then like after that, everything's taking off. Like YouTube, you know, like you could, bro. I know, I know guys that cut hair. And make more money off of YouTube than them actually. That's out. crazy. That's yeah, it's the I, truth. I, I hope I can fire. become a millionaire and make some money or no, something. Yeah, no, you can. You, you, know, you can, shit. bro. You can. You will. It's, you it's, can. it's all time, bro. It's all part of God's yeah. plan. You know, yeah. like that's what it is. But we we in a time right now, like it's, it's kind of easy. Like all the all the resources around is easier to be to get to that level. You know, like this podcast might take off. You you yeah. never know. You know, like. I know, I know. Trust it's, me. It's, it's it's just waiting for that perfect timing. You know that's why you can't give up because you don't know when that perfect episode might come in, or you don't know anything. You know, this might be the one that blow up. Hey, you might wake up tomorrow, and the podcast going up, subscribers going up, Instagram yeah. going up. But it's just like that's the whole point of not quitting in what you do because you don't know when that door is going to open for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You might be right there, and, and then, then you quit. back out. Yeah. Damn, I know. But if you keep going, you'd be like, like if we if we all quit when we first started cutting here, we wouldn't have the success that we do yes, today sir, of like facts. putting shows together, yep. being an influence to to yep. the uh, to the barber community coming facts. up after you. Like if we really all quit when times got hard, we wouldn't even be sitting here having this conversation. Amen, right bro. Amen. No, no Amen. Amen. It, I've been going strong for like three years, bro. You know what I'm saying? And there's been a couple times I was gonna fold up shop, you know what I'm saying? Just because it requires a lot of time, a lot of energy, and a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, all the money has been coming out of my own pockets, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But the reward in it is is that, you know, it's mine, you know, yeah, okay, nobody right. take it from me. I you know, I worked hard for this shit, you know what I mean? And you know, my whole my whole agenda is purpose driven, you know what I mean? And and it does what it's supposed to do. It makes the impact, you know. Yes, sir. But Amen. you know, in real life and in real time, man, shit costs money, bro. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, come on with it. You know yep. what I'm saying? Come on, God, you hear me? <laughs> I need you now. Go ahead and sprinkle me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but listen, man, I appreciate you guys coming on here, man, sharing your guys' stories. You guys are all awesome brothers, intelligent brothers. I respect your guys' journeys, your missions, where you at, where you came from, and where you headed, man. You know what I'm saying? You being a business owner, every I mean, you guys are all owners of your own destiny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you are where you want to be, and if you don't want to be there, then you then you move yeah, on. Right, you know, yeah. you guys all know your own worth. You know what I'm saying? You guys all know what you want, and that's beautiful. Because when I was growing up, you asked somebody what they wanted to be when they grew up nobody knew you know what i'm saying everybody wanted to be a drug dealer a gang member you know what i'm saying and uh here you guys have goals had dreams like i didn't i didn't grow up with no goals i ain't grow up with no dreams nobody taught me nothing you know i never thought about the future i was too busy living for the day you know what i'm saying i was always taught that only the strong survive so automatically you think everything is about the flesh brute strength and numbers and then later on in life i realized that only the the only ones that survive are the ones who got that mental wellness you know what i'm saying that intelligence that self-awareness you know what I mean so you know I love to see all you guys being progressive you know what I'm saying and uh you know it's just a good look for the community bro and yeah. and everywhere we go you know what I'm saying your presence is felt yeah. but we're here at the end of the show man thank you for everybody who has been watching who've been you know sharing subscribing uh shout out to my brother Zoe LA Landscaping yeah. Spring is right around the corner holla at him he's a professional He'll take care of you have your yard looking really good uh shout out to uh Liz and Rob Daneworth at LNR Photo Booth man much love to you guys I appreciate you guys uh DHDC yeah. you know always hands down with you guys man shout out to Legendary Barber Lounge and wherever appreciate you guys you, work uh, at uh, whether it's for that? yourself you can say whatever you want and I want to say one thing too so um before we get off the show me and my guys we threw the first southwest showcase barber expo last year october you know hard yeah it came out we coming back again september 24th me sanitary creator ab the barber hot moody 
there. Barbie's going to be an official judge there. Uh, we want everybody to come out and support, man. We're going to be back same place, bigger and better. Uh, we just wanted to get that out there, man. Like, we trying to bring the community together. We trying to get as many people as out as possible. We trying to get vendors, sponsors from everywhere, not only just Southwest, but everywhere. So um, we coming back. September 24th is the official day. It's a Sunday. September 24th, I want everybody to come. We're going to have food. We're going to have live guests. The building is beautiful. And we last year, a lot of people didn't know we donated to. So we doing that again this year. So definitely, man. Yeah. They they donated to the youth program at the DHDC. Yeah. That was a blessing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We definitely appreciate you. Uh, I got. I haven't announced it. By told me to announce it on here, yeah. but uh, I'm actually putting together the first uh, barber Grammys in Michigan. Yeah, and this will only be for barbers and stylists like more barbers in the state of Michigan, so nobody else will have access. And some of the categories will be. Uh, Best Rookie of the Year, well, Rookie Barber of the Year, uh, Entrepreneur of the Year, Barber of the Year, Athlete Barber of the Year, Loctician of the Year, uh, Female Barber of the Year, Braider of the Year, Influencer of the Year, Celeb Barber of the Year, and then uh, it'll also be like small awards going to everybody that's made an impact in the community and in the barber industry, you know. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a little message. Whatever you guys going through in life, don't give up, you know, like. Times might be tough, but only like God only puts you through what he knows that you can handle. You know, like if you're going through a tough time, God knows that you can handle it or else he wouldn't put it down your path, you know. And on your way to like achieving your dreams, just don't give up. You know, like like as the great Nipsey Hustle says, it's a marathon, you know, like mm-hmm. you don't you don't accomplish everything right away. You know, like it takes time and your experience is your best teacher too. Like you can't teach me something if you didn't go through it. I tell everybody, I'm not coming to you for advice if you didn't go through something that I need help with. You know, like you don't go ask a homeless person how to be a millionaire. Right. You know, so like if you if if I can't get game off you, if you can't help me, then you know like what are we doing? So it's like whatever we go through, just stay positive. It's always light at the end of the tunnel. Believe in God, keep God, talk to God. That's the biggest thing like that I've learned in my time of when I was going through is just getting closer to God and every day that he gives you a chance to wake up, he wants you to speak to him. He might not give it to you right away because he loves hearing you speak to him, yes. like asking him for Amen. it, you know? That's that's one thing and but just just you know, just inspire people. That's my goal every day. Amen. If I can wake up yes, and inspire sir. one person, that's good cuz yep. yes sir. Forget everything that I have cuz when I die, these shoes that I'm wearing, the clothes that I'm wearing, the clothes that I have at the crib, the jewelry and all that don't mean nothing. Yep. But my inspiration that I leave behind the legacy you the legacy yes, and the inspiration yeah. is like is my Ooh. biggest thing. That's why I tell you guys like saying, money ain't everything to me. If say I can Moody, die a legend. Bro, die a legend, you know? That that's really what it is. Die a legend and just be positive cuz that's you know, dope. Die a legend. Everybody needs everybody needs uh positivity around, you yes, know. Sir. Words words become thoughts. Yeah. Thoughts becomes action. Ain't no uh, doubt about it, you know. Thank you for the wise words, brother, man. For real, man. Appreciate you guys. Much much love. Uh, and for all my people in the community, tomorrow I'm holding a healing circle from 6 to 8. Uh, reach out. Hit me up. I'll give you guys details. You know, let's heal together, man. We all need it. So much love to y'all. See you guys next week. Season 4, episode 2. Much love. And it got me upset. Living in that very This has been an episode of Real Everyday People, part of the El Nino Podcast. Check out the El Nino Podcast live on Facebook every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And for full episodes, the El Nino Podcast is available on Facebook and YouTube.